Jiggle and pop. Let's hear it, Jeffrey Weissman. All right. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Love this. Nice. You can tell we're going to make it happen today on The Greater Good. I'm your host, Barton Smith, and we're together just to talk about the folks that are having a positive impact on our community, the who they are, the why they do it, the what it is, and just get down with the love of making it all happen. And right now we have with us in studio, we have Christina Wentz. Hello. Hello, Barton. Yes. We have Kristen Clark. Hello, sir. Hello, everybody. Excellent. And you can tell he's the Shakespeare and actor. Here's that there. Hmm. And my buddy from L.A. and now in P-Town is Jeffrey Weissman. Hello, all seven of you in Petaluma listening. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody tipped him off. Who could have been? Right? He's all about the numbers. I uh, love it. All right. So, um, speaking about the numbers, we're going to hit this because we got like, we got like, 27 minutes to, to talk. Well, yeah, you do. I, I have like three minutes before I got to get yeah, out. Yeah, I have three seconds, actually. Three minutes is way over the budget for you, sir. Way over budget. Um, and so I'm going to dive right in because this collection of people has come to us because um, I know Christina Wentz, and she's putting on this great show or part of a group that are putting on this fabulous show called The Shakespeare Shorts, A Night of Shakespeare shorts, not like Bermuda shorts, but we're talking little skits, I'm thinking. You may see some shorts. Yeah. yeah. Some shorts in there. Great. If you're lucky. Yeah. Okay. Super shorts then. Um, I wonder what Shakespeare super shorts look like. And that's going to happen <laughs> this Saturday night at the Phoenix, right? This Saturday night at the Phoenix, mm-hmm. and it's an event open to the public. Yes. And it's still tickets available. There are still tickets available. And where do they get these tickets? At thephoenixtheater.com. Okay, great. Or at the door. Just come on in. Oh, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's downtown P-Town for all you folks out of the area. That's and right. now we're going to dive into what the greater good's all about. The greater good's about hitting people with the positive things that folks are doing right now. And Christina, can you do a favor? Can you kind of give us an overview and a launch of Shakespeare Shorts and kind of just what happened there? How did we come about to this great community event bringing in? Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. And tell us a little bit of actually the, the structure, too. That's for you. Yeah. Well, I'm the artistic director of the Petaluma Shakespeare Company, and we do uh, free Shakespeare by the river every summer. This is our fifth year entering this year, which we will be doing the Scottish play. Uh, of Macbeth, mm-hmm. um, and uh, so my the the whole idea is to really offer um, theater as a public good to everybody, so that no t- you know nothing really prevents people from financially coming to the theater and enriching their lives. Um, not only being entertained, but I think it reaches out to um, to us deeply in our souls and our spirits as people. So that's kind of the uh, idea of offering free theater uh, for everyone. So uh, Crispin and I were talking a while back, and we were thinking, how can we bring Shakespeare to the people? A lot of times Shakespeare's put on this pedestal, you know, as something that's... um, Exactly. You know, just unattainable. Unattainable. Yeah. You know, and it's really he wrote for the people. He wrote for everybody. And so we were thinking, wouldn't it be great to reach out to the youth in particular, to young actors, actresses, and put a night together? And we thought instead of doing a whole show, I mean, a play, complete play, yeah, which we do at the Foundry Wharf in the summers every year. Um, Shakespeare by the River, but this would be a night of shorts, meaning little short scenes from different Shakespeare plays. And uh, Crispin and I, oh, what was, oh, it was a fan. I'm like, did you have to go to the bathroom? You got up really quickly. <laughs> yeah, I bolted from the mic. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? I couldn't hear what that noise was enough. Thank you. Everybody, everybody. 
So anyway, so the idea is reaching out to the community at large, and we thought, what a fun way of doing it in the idea of a scene competition. So we've uh, raised the stakes. You know, best scene of the e- evening wins five hundred dollars. Yes, I mean that is mm. mula mula. For a Shakespearean actor, yes. maybe quite a bit. That mm. might be your monthly revenue. Your dinner. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then uh, best uh, comedic scene will win a hundred dollars, and best dramatic scene will win a hundred dollars, and there will be a People's Choice Award. Yay! So the audience will vote for that one, and they will win a hundred dollars. Love it. Yeah. And, the, and the audience wins as well. Yes. Because it's helping finance the next production or the continuing of the Petaluma Shakespeare Festival. Absolutely. Which is just an awesome venue at the Foundry Wharf, typically looking out of the river. And oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful. And Under the stars. Sword oh, yeah. We have this great sword choreographer. <laughs> wink, 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 wink. Bargemen, <laughs> bargemen. Um, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. anyway. Yes. Mm-hmm. A little bit about yeah. our our event. Uh, We're really excited. It's Saturday already. Wow! It's coming right up. Yes. And so Crispin has an integral role in the inspiration for this event. What what what, what trickled down for you? How did this uh, pop in for you, man? Well, my grandfather gave me a complete works of William Shakespeare from 1876, which is yeah. sitting on the desk. It, it is. is. Again, sitting yeah. right here in front of me. I can yes. touch it and touch it. Yeah. It's kind of like the Holy Grail right yeah, there. It yeah, it is. It's very special. Yeah. So yeah. tell us again, grandfather. My grandfather, yes. And when I received it, it was missing the spine, actually. So I, I had to restore it, took it to a book, you know, old book repair specialist in San Francisco. It was quite our project to do that. And then within... The book are these chromolithograph illustrations, and it's a, it's a very rare printing technique that took months to produce just one image because they would run it through the printing press maybe 25, 30 times. Each run was a different color, and so what you're, what you're left with is an extraordinary image. And so I, I'm sorry, what's the name of that type? It's called a chromolithograph. Because I heard criminal. And I'm thinking, okay, <laughs> so these so are like license plates. They just printed up someplace and, you know, sent out. But that's not, nobody's smiling. Yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> I think it's quite funny. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, this is a great thing to make yourself happy. It's a very good trait of mine. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Go for it. Please, more. And, and, and so I actually created like a, a Shakespeare um, printed company that I called Shakespeare's. And, you know, from these illustrations and there's cards and posters and, they were, um, you know, at, uh, they were for sale at, at Copperfields, and Copperfields invited me to be the, um, you know, the author of the month. And so, you know, I went in there, and I, I'm a sort of a Shakespearean scholar, and so, you know, gave a talk about, you know, the biography and the legacy of, of William Shakespeare. And then the Santa Rosa Junior College um, participated, and they sent some students who did these short scenes, which were just fabulous. I mean, they were from um, uh, Henry V and from Romeo and Juliet. And they were just so striking, and it's the engagement, the passion of the youth, and just to see how this legacy of Shakespeare continues and stays vibrant, stays relevant, and uh, it, with the engagement of producing a, a, a short scene, and it's a kind of a limited scope, so it's, it's more attainable. And so that's, you know, I right, thought, right. hey, yeah. maybe we could that's do a whole night of this yeah, and yes. bring everyone together. And then the Phoenix yeah. is just the perfect place for it. I mean, it's an extraordinary venue. Okay. I mean, if, if you've never been there, yeah. 
you know, and you're listening to this, yeah, be sure to make you've it You've got to go. Yeah, just for the, just to see, oh I mean, it's goodness. such a gem, such a precious little gem right yeah. here in Petaluma. With it, with quite a history of its own. Oh, quite. absolutely. Yeah. Layered, layered. I love that. Beyond. And it, it, essentially, it was, it was a theater. It was an opera house. Opera it was house. the Oakville Opera House way back in the day. Okay. So, I think before the one that was on Kentucky? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. 18, oh, now you're going to get me on my dates because I'm not, not sure. Let's not give a date because it was way down. back then, right, way right. back in the day. That's that it way was, younger than you and I. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then <laughs> it became movie theater and a concert, what, right. you know, and it's been, I think it burned out twice. And mm. so that's what's so special about the Phoenix is that right. it always rises from right. the ashes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, there's just so much um, history there yeah. that this is the perfect place to do something. Bringing it back to the people right. where the people go. I mean, this is. And it's a youth center now. And yes, so, what we're bringing to the youth center is bite sized pieces of Shakespeare. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. Very good. And most of the. Is it mostly youth then that happen to be in this collection of the shorts? And they the are. Performance? They're okay. all over from the Bay Area. They're okay. coming from UC Davis. They're coming from the city. We have some wow. from Oakland, Marin. Um, Petaluma. I mean, they're from all over Santa Rosa. Um, it's been a wonderful, it's a wonderful collection of competitors. Um, I'm super stoked. (laughs) And we have an awesome panel of judges. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Perfect lead into our another guest, Jeffrey Wayne. Oh, yes. Who's one of our guest performers. Actually, let's continue. Point your finger at somebody. You go first. My hope is that this, I will be able to, uh, put on my resume that I've performed at the Phoenix. I'm hoping to perform nice. that night, too. You know, I, yeah. Sure, the kids are going to perform, but I'm a ham. I want to <laughs> get up there. Yeah. No, I'm with you, man. I did a show on Las Vegas Strip. It was like, all I wanted to do was open that show at the MGM Grand. Oh, you know, yeah. I just wanted to be able to say, I opened a show in Las Vegas. Hey, a lot of people that we used to work with yeah. are, are there. Right. Yeah. yeah, very much so. So do us a favor. Would you let's mix this up a little bit? Why don't you tell us a little bit about you, because you've got a quite a rich history in theater and acting. And so just give us a little brief, brief background uh, oh, sure. why yes. you picked for a judge. Yes. Uh, uh, just your hand. <clears throat> well, I, I was born at a very early age <laughs> in, in a hospital just to be close to my mother. <laughs> no, I, uh, I've been very fortunate. I, I've been an actor since I was a kid yeah. and uh, uh, had a Hollywood career. And that's where we met. Our, right. our paths crossed while you were doing stunts in the Western Stunt Show at Universal Studios in Hollywood, and I was opening your show as Charlie Chaplin. Oh, my God, I love it. Uh, 3,500 <laughs> folks a show yeah. in the house. Wow. And uh, four to six a day. You would oh. put your life on the line daily, uh, six times a day. Right. <laughs> True. And many of our, our associates actually were terribly injured in that yeah, show, but I won't go there. Yeah, and it wasn't they were injured because mm-hmm. of his comedy. They were mm-hmm. injured for other reasons. <laughs> I, w- I was injured a few times because of my because comedy. Of <laughs> <laughs> it's a very interactive thing with that many audience members. I, uh, because yeah. I was in several large movies internationally known, like uh, The Pale Rider with Clint Eastwood, Twilight Zone movie, uh, and the episode with John Lithgow, uh, worked with Michael Keaton on Johnny Dangerously, uh, but, but because of the Back to the Future movies where I took over the role of George McFly, I would sometimes get stalked. Right. And I, here I'd be in the park playing Charlie Chaplin or Groucho Marx or Stan Laurel, Laurel and Hardy. And uh, I actually had a fan almost daily come up and, you know, take photographs and or video and say, oh, you're, you're Jeffrey Weissman. I don't no, I'm Stanley Laurel. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to stay in character here. So one day I actually had him... 
uh, when I was playing Charlie and opening your show, had him follow me and shoot this and say, maybe I could have the footage and do get something out of this. Yeah. And so if you go on YouTube and you look up Charlie Chaplin tribute, uh, Jeffrey Weissman, there, there is a 10-minute video uh, that my... He wasn't a stalker. He became a good friend. Right, right. First fan, yeah. first fan club leader. Was it the gentleman? Maybe stood like five four, kind of older guy. He saw like five hundred and eighty. Oh no, West shows. I know who you're talking about. No, this is a different guy. I do know who you're talking about, and that's true. I'm not. I'm not exaggerating. The show, no, uh, uh, this gentleman actually ended up on at, in Universal Security. Ah, yeah, working for. But yes, yeah. wonderful man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, so if you see this footage, Wide it's, it's a 105 degree day as we were expected mm. to work in. Mm. And you, you see me doing my antics as Charlie. So yes, I have this uh, notoriety and I think that's why uh, I am uh, one of the judges for this event okay. on Saturday night. Well, so that really all of a sudden, uh, <laughs> it really heightens why I'm there as a judge. I'm not, I'm not even thinking like, oh, are you one? Yes, I am. You're one of us? Oh, yes. <laughs> I don't know why I'm there. That that yeah. that's 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 they couldn't fill the seat. I don't know why I'm there sometimes because I look at some of the other judges, such as David Lear, oh. who mm-hmm. is, uh, he's yeah. been the artistic director of Shakespeare on the Square mm-hmm. in Santa Rosa and has been a mainstay of Sonoma County Theater for gazillions of years. Just a magnificent, wonderful artistic talent, as well as Sherry... uh, Sherry Miller. Sherry Miller. Miller. Sherry Lee Miller is a gem of a human being, as well as artistic director director. of Spreckles Mm -hmm. and director of many other theaters. Uh, I I would think there would be a whole mess of our audience that would make six or six and a half of the audience members probably have seen her work because she is so prolific in the area with Absolutely. her directing. Most recently, Hamlet at, at Spreckles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, over at yeah. uh, Main Stage West and, and Six Streets. Uh, she's, she works uh, wherever, like we all do, wherever we can get the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And always brings to it a, a, a super high uh, quality raises the bar. Uh, so, so what I'm really hearing too is the fact that it's. I mean, th- there are some folks with a lot of experience putting this on. It's not like we're just throwing together the Shakespeare thing and having a bunch of folks. We've got some folks with serious grit, serious time. And Crispin actually was raised internationally, so he probably even more than all of us put together have got some rich, we have rich Shakespeare experience. He does, and it's yeah. very interesting when I first met Crispin because. We spoke about Germany because I'd lived there and I ran a theater company in Dusseldorf for many years. And he was actually born mm-hmm. in Dusseldorf. No, <laughs> outside of Dusseldorf. In the RAF hospital. Oh, it's so weird. Father in the Air Force? Okay. Yeah. Well, he was a, a British diplomat. Right. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And I've actually been to Dusseldorf. It was one of my favorite towns in my little quick sprint through. How about you? Did you, Jeffrey, Dusseldorf? Uh, Is that Frank- not on your resume? Frankfurt. Uh, oh, I have many dear friends in Köln and München, and but not Düsseldorf. I'm not hearing you say Düsseldorf, bro. Yeah, okay. I difficult to say. You're that hat that you're currently wearing with five starlights shooting out of it. You can probably float to Düsseldorf from here. Is that a cute? You wouldn't need me get out of here. And Jeffrey's time is up. Beautiful. So, Kristen, tell us a little bit about your uh, kind of international experience with Shakespeare. Because, again, I'm, I'm loving the fact that we have a ton of experience supporting and putting this on with a lot of youth coming to perform. Um, what a great mix of generational um, coming together for this. 
Well, my grandparents lived just about 40 minutes from Stratford-upon-Avon, where you know, Shakespeare was born and you know, spent a lot of his time in between there and London. And there's the Royal Shakespeare Company is based there, so you know, I would go to many performances you know, growing up in the summer. You know, there in Gloucestershire, that's laid upon the Thames. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. So lucky. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. great yeah. work. Yeah. Any specific memories uh, when, when you like, I love this. This is me. Shakespeare, give me more. Well, it's, I, I mean, it's such a totality of the experience. I, I mean, going to the theater, being by the river mm-hmm. there in Stratford, you know, with, with the swans, and then, you know, all of the, the different theaters. You know, the audience coming out and the, I mean, the the array of, of Shakespearean performances. I mean, that you can have these, you know, stark, minimalist, you know, modern interpretations and then the historical and, you know, it can be so funny and then so tragic and such a range, you know, from the, the, you know, the, the history of England, you know, which we get such an insight, you know, into the actual kind of personal experience of a ruler which, you know, there wasn't around before. And then he looks back, you know, into these pivotal times in history, you know, with, uh, you know, Queen Cleopatra, you know, the last um, ruler of Egypt, independent, before, you know, the Romans took over. You know, and just, you know, that that was such a, a pivot in history. You know, if mm-hmm. if Caesar had lost, you know, then, you know, what, we could have a different... You know, reality today. We may not yeah. be here. We might be talking to you, maybe. That's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> so a different yeah. language. We yes. could say that about just about any war. Right? Just remember, yeah. we're still yeah. a colony. Yeah. <laughs> wow, kind of a big one. That's 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 just just awesome. I mean, to, when I was in Verona, Italy, and walking through, you know, the streets that Montagues and Capulets rode, mm-hmm. apparently, and things like that, you could literally, to me personally, with a, you know some experience in theater, just it was like it was like every cobblestone would just like curl mm-hmm. right up into my calf. I could feel the energy coming out when you walk in to uh, Juliet's courtyard and look up at her balcony. You'd be mm-hmm. like, oh my. Yes, there you know. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I remember going to um, Henley Street, you know, where Shakespeare was uh, was born, there, and then you know the, the the timbers of that old house and how you know people walking upstairs, you can hear them so clearly in their their voices, and just imagine you know people living there, you know, in such close proximity, because you know they had big big families, you know, and everybody you know worked, uh, you know, helped each other and. So, right. yeah, it's, it's an incredible thing to visualize. That's great. Yeah. I wonder if that's why he has so many characters in his plays, right? There's <laughs> so many people in his house. He's like, well, I'll say Uncle Bob and Uncle Jim is there. And, you know, okay, don't let me hang it all by myself. <laughs> 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 it's, it's, it's all relative. <laughs> Christina, put the news away. Excellent. <laughs> well, it's, it's very exciting, uh, first of all, because sitting next to this gentleman who, who grew up in a place where I only dreamt of right. uh, growing up, mm-hmm. and what, when my, you know my parents always forbade me to go into acting. No, mm-hmm. don't do it. And then I so mm-hmm. I did anyway in school. Is at least that was my outlet. And I remember finally getting my first role in a Shakespearean play in Merchant of Venice as Lancelot, the the clown. Mm-hmm. And 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 I uh, I heard of this thing called the Renaissance Fair, and I was like, hmm, that sounds like fun. <laughs> and uh, Borrowed my wardrobe, my costume, and dressed up and went with friends to this fair. And we were, uh, as you know, trying to recreate Elizabeth in England. 
and pretending, you know, as Anglophiles will do, to be as accurate as possible. Mm -hmm. So we would learn BFA, the basic fair accent that was taught by uh, the, the elders of the fair that started in the early 60s. <laughs> I thought the F was something else. <laughs> I was like, oh, my uh, accent was BFA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yes. And, uh, and so we learned uh, the Lord's Prayer uh, to speak in the supposed original tongue of Shakespeare's day. Yeah. The Lord is muy shepard, I shall not want. And, mm -hmm. and all the uh, syllables were lengthened and, and all the stresses were different. And, and I've recently found that there's a, a father-son team that actu actually now have at the Globe uh, been able to do most of their productions, at least one or two performances, in the original tongue, which redefines oh. the jokes. You can actually hear the double entendres, oh, like and the jokes all actually hit home a lot better than, say, with modern pronunciations. Cool. So that, that, that love of that time period and the, the uh, Queen Bess's monarchy and the uh, strife against history and... and uh, Protestants, Catholics. The Protestants, Catholics, and the, and the men that she was surrounded with. And the whole thing just was really fascinating. Besides it being a place where bodiness reigned supreme, you know, where, where lots mm -hmm. of drinking, quaffing, and carousing would take place, uh, the Ren Fair continues in a very more con commercial uh, way. It, they don't have the care that we did, I would say, back in the early 70s. Uh, to accuracy, which continued in mm -hmm. the 80s, but they kind of lost that and it became more of a commercial enterprise uh, with the passing of the Patterson family that started it. But I remember, though, uh, one gentleman that I did uh, street theater with, Jay Simo, who founded this thing called the Petaluma Shakespeare Festival. And Jay, uh, like many of those of us that did those fairs, is completely crazy. We're just we're nuts and ex uh, neurotic and eccentric and so on and so forth. And uh, uh, a lot of great things are seated by those who have visions. <laughs> That's why I say we're nutty. <laughs> the nutty people, you say. Nice. And, and therefore, there's a seed. You know, it's a seed. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so I wanted to do this full circle of why... Nothing like a good friend. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just... Uh, Wanting to see that that this dream yeah. of the Petaluma Shakes, you know, is supported, and that's uh, when Christina said, hey, "You want to be a judge?" I was like, "I said, no, don't uh, sure." Yeah. <laughs> no, right. we'd love to have you. And you have, have you. I'm in, you know, I'm in incredible co company. Who from Marin Shakes mm -hmm. is coming? We yeah. have Beth uh, Kellerman Fouts from Marin Shakes. Oh, you're going to ask me all the judges' names. Uh, um, Joe Orak, who's coming? Joe Orak will actually be a guest performer, and he is um, a, a fabulous performer from, actually, from Brooklyn. Teatro Zanzani. Well, Teatro yes. Zanzani, yes, yes, definitely. He, this guy, believe it or not, mm -hmm. was forbidden to do his passion by his father. Mm -hmm. Like you. Like me. Only Joe's passion was tap dancing. Nah. You want to be a tap dancer, and his father is very machismo, Puerto Rico. Is like, absolutely not. You're not gonna, you're gonna dance. No way. And he was busking tap dancing on the corners in, in mm -hmm. New York. And Gregory Hines sees him and says, "Kid, you're incredible." And Gregory Hines mentors him. Joe has mm -hmm. this incredible show telling this story, this li his life story, called "In My Corner." In my corner. Uh, I originally met him through. Uh, Teatro Zanzani, where he was playing a boxing tap dancer 
valet parker or prep cook. Depends what show you saw. But Jeffrey wasn't Joe <laughs> also a the welter? Uh, what is that? The wrestling champion of the Air Force, American Air Force. Yeah, he's at some point. Yeah, he's got. He was a boxer, I believe. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so yes. he's got that. And that was the that was the We do a lot of things for our parents. Yes. Do. Okay. Yeah. So he he teaches <laughs> Shakespeare yeah. to inner city inner city kids mm-hmm. uh, for accessibility. Yeah. Uh, he's going to do a soliloquy while tap dancing. I think. Yes, he uh, is. He's yeah. going to open our show, and he also has a large uh, performance art center in Oakland called. Uh, Berkeley? In Berkeley, Berkeley. the Two Palm Studio. Yeah. Right, yeah. The Joe Oric Performing Arts Center, I believe it is. Oh, so, exactly. yeah. So let's, so let's hit this then. We have the Pedal and the Shakespeare Company, right? Yes. And what's the website? Uh, Pedal and the Shakespeare.org. Okay, Pedal and the Shakespeare.org. Org. Great. Mm-hmm. The Phoenix. They can go get tickets, tickets at the Phoenix. Phoenix and yes. there's a website for the Phoenix. Yes, phoenixtheater.com. Okay, phoenixtheater.com. Mm-hmm. Outstanding. Uh, they can find out about other opportunities with Shakespeare, uh, Pendleton Shakespeare. Uh, on the website, right. yeah, absolutely. Right. Volunteer opportunities as well. Absolutely, and Great. come and see us. We're oh. all there. We're a very small group of right. lovely people. Very lovely people. <laughs> Some so. lovelier than others. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, it's not. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, so we'd love, yeah, love to have everybody okay. participate. Yeah. Right. You get to rub okay. elbows with folks and learn a little bit more about Shakespeare while having a completely successful and wonderful fun. evening. Mm-hmm. And Kristen, you mentioned the cards. You, you have have uh, the prints that I called criminal, and you call chromolithographs. Okay, there you go. Yes. Thank you very much. Yep. Excellent. And do you you sell those then, and they're available at Copperfield? They're yeah at, at Copperfields. Yeah. Um, they are at the Folger um, Shakespeare Library in Washington D.C. Um, wow. Yep. And um, I mean, coming to the event this Saturday night, the sixth, right is. Going to be just, I mean, I would just Eight go to o'clock. see you and hang out with yeah. you, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yes. Talk all this yes. yes. Yep. Yep. And they're always up in, in, in Ashland at okay. the, uh, the Tudor Guild um, gift store up there. I'm going to look them up when I get there the 15th oh, and great. 19th with my daughter for eighth grade field trip. Terrific. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or, yes. I'm going to talk to you more about yep. that yep. coming up, too. And so. well, yeah, please. Uh, so um, and they're called Shakes Prince. Okay. And so this is shakesprints.com. Right. And it's all, all social media. At Shakesprints. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah, thank you both so much for being here. Thank Jeffrey you. Weissman, always yeah. colorful and wonderful to have you here, sir. Oh, go to, go to. Yes, nice. Thank <laughs> you so much. You know, there was a whole idea of closing with a Shakespeare quote, and if you got it and can, somebody can throw one down, let's do it. Uh, I had one about the candle, right? the candle throwing the beam. It's like this candle throwing the beam, and I was thinking to myself, Petalumens, how far can you throw your light in the world and the greater Ooh, good? Nice. Oh, nice. Very nice. Yeah. Yes. So, all right, hit it, Jeffrey, and then we're out of here. Cause we're uh, life's but a walking shadow, a poor player that struts and frets his hour upon the stage and then is heard no more. It is a tale told by an idiot, full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. If it is something, but yet it is nothing, for nothing is not but what something seems. We love it. Thank you all for doing yeah. it. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. I love Thank you so much. Again. My Lovely. pleasure.